Greetings, I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. Welcome. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now, if we choose to. Perhaps you have heard of, have seen footage concerning a mass murder in Boulder, Colorado. At a grocery store of all places. And the death toll last I saw was 10. Including the first police officer on site. Who responded, who charged into the store. So what about the offender? the individual who felt pushed to the brink that he had to do this. Well, Ahmad al-Aliwi Alisa is the fine Islamist young man. An adult, 21 years of age, but He was originally charged with those 10 counts of first-degree murder, but the charges have been increased now based on his attempts at murdering many, many more. There were well above 100 people in the store, and uh, almost a quarter that many in the parking lot. But how is it that the police officers who rushed in following Eric Talley, how is it that they failed to kill this one terrorist? Well, you know, that's the way we do things in the United States of America, Canada, Britain, Australia, Germany, Throughout the continent, vicious, ruthless, satanic destroyers, whether they happen to be serial, kidnap, rapist, murderers, whether they happen to be terrorists wielding a sword to behead people, whether they happen to be terrorists using firearms, committing mass murder, We must not kill them. That would be wrong. Even if they are in the act, even if heads are literally rolling on the ground, even if they are on the verge of murdering more, we must not. You need to wing them, wound them, plead with them, cajole them, negotiate with them to cause them to reason. Whatever you do, don't kill them. You know, there's been this massive, coordinated, orchestrated onslaught concerning the matter of black individuals who More often than not, those that 
uh, the protests are concerning have been shown to be, proven to be, criminals, longtime criminals, thugs, and what have you. Violent, dangerous destroyers. Not always, but more often than not, that has been the case. But their lives are particularly precious, you know, more so than mere people like you or I. It's just one of those amazing things. But the police were just, you know, extremely, extremely prudent here extremely careful not to kill him. And so now, after he is tried in a long process, prolonged, protracted, in which you can count on the trial being moved elsewhere, where the people there will be less engaged, diametrically contrary to the Constitution, what it calls for, but instead of it being a speedy trial, it will be a long, drawn-out, tortuous affair, costing massive amounts of money that could be better spent, to put it mildly. But then he will be sent to prison for however long. Or perhaps merely sent to a psychiatric facility. And in the cases of violent criminals that are so dealt with, not other people, not harmless people, peaceful people that are relegated to being committed, but instead violent, vicious, ruthless, sadistic destroyers that are housed in correctional facilities of the psychiatric order in this nation and the free nations, most of the free nations, so-called, the average length of sentence for the most gruesome murderers is how long? 50 years? No. 40 years? 30 years? 20 years? Ten years, five years. Well, how about less than three and a half? All right. And what kind are sent to such places for violent crimes? Typically, violent crimes that are the most gruesome, most heinous ones committed. So he doesn't qualify for that. But nonetheless, you know, he just slaughtered a lot of people, a lot of good people. But anyway, fortunately, you and I are safe because the police can be counted on to treat these destroyers with kid gloves. That's right. The SWAT teams can be counted on to treat them with kid gloves. Is it just the police officers doing? Is it just the detectives doing? Is it just the SWAT officers doing? 
doing? Just the chiefs of police they're doing? No. They are under the orders that have been delivered, have been crafted, have been created by political activists, by young congressional staffs, invariably of the leftist persuasion, which is what the overwhelming majority of congressional staffs are composed of, comprised of. Courtesy of the judiciary, our wonderful, highly esteemed court system. Yes, it's a thing of beauty. Eric Talley, that police officer, was the last one to die. The first police officer on site. The first through the doors. Who knows, even though he died, who knows how many more would have been slaughtered had he not given his life. And yet, his fellow officers could not bring themselves to slay the destroyer. That would have been wrong. (laughs) In a society in which wrong is right and right is wrong. Speaking of that. There is a certain girl, teenager, young woman I have made reference to before. She is a media darling and has been now for more than two years. A darling of the left, a darling of members of Congress, of members of Parliament, and of members of governments throughout the corrupt, depraved, decadent West. I'm speaking, of course, of none other than Greta Thunberg, but I've mentioned her again a few times previously. And the reason I'm making mention of her now is because I found the wording in her address to the United States representatives, the Congress, I found the wording in her statements, to be interesting, shall we say. Uh, Just, you know, just, I don't know if curious is the right way to put it, but interesting. Now, this girl, this young woman, this teenager, she was none other than, drumroll please, Times Person of the Year in 2019. Wonderful Time Magazine, you know, Man of the Year, Adolf Hitler, Time Magazine, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yes, for whom so many monstrous destroyers have been featured, who have either been selected as Man of the Year, previously Man of the Year, now Person of the Year, but previously Man of the Year, So many of the world's most prolific butchers have been selected as man of the year or at least nominated as man of the year. 
Well, this girl, this teenage girl, she was selected a couple years ago as their person of the year. What was it that they, they thought called for her to receive this dubious honor? Well, because of her cutting classes, skipping school in order to sit outside of Swedish parliament and protest them not waging a war against global climate change. Incredible. And the U.S. Congress the same year pandered shamelessly to her, honored her tremendously, and it's just so fascinating because this is the same U.S. Congress, so many of whose members just spit on young people the same age if they happen to stand for what's right, if they happen to oppose the monstrous evils of induced abortion, assisted suicide, so-called, murder by euthanasia, infanticide, and so forth. But they slavishly scraped and bowed to this girl, political activist. But back to her address. I'm just going to take some words out of context. Oh, dear. (laughs) But addressing the United States Congress, that august body, She used the following terms, a disgrace. This was in testimony to Congress. A disgrace. What was that? It was concerning tax breaks for the fossil fuel industry. Yeah, a disgrace. She stated that history would hold the U.S. Congress accountable. History would. Hmm. Quote, how long do you honestly believe that people in power like you will get away with it? Dot, dot, dot. Without being held accountable. End quote. Quote, you still have time to do the right thing. Dot, dot, dot. But that window of time is not going to last for long. What happens then? Well, let's just go back a little way, shall we, after I sum up here momentarily with her final wise words. We, the young people, are the ones who are going to write about you in history books. We are the ones who will decide how you will be remembered. So my advice for you is to choose wisely. I'll start with that, and then I'll go back up to the top. But just stop and and look at that for a moment. We, the young people, are the ones who are going to write about you in history books. We are the ones who will decide how you will be remembered. 
We will decide what the facts are. We will decide how we choose to spin it. We will decide whether we make you look good, bad, or ugly. If that isn't a threat, I mean literally a threat, to the members of U.S. Congress. (laughs) So my advice for you is to choose wisely. Is it really? Is that what the advice is? To choose wisely? I think not. But going back to the top, that it is a disgrace. If it is the disgrace for members of U.S. Congress to do such and such, then they, by inference, are a disgrace, are disgraceful. Now, I would agree that the majority of them are disgraceful, but not because of failing to kowtow to some global climate change activist agenda. Not because of failing to adequately wage war against the dreaded global climate change. She stated history would hold them accountable. And again, in her final statement there, and maybe it wasn't her final statement, it's the last one that I saw. Again, she came back to that. History. History will hold you accountable. We will write history. (laughs) And we will twist it any way we like. Pervert it any way we like. We will tell the story we want to tell. So you better get in line. You better do as we say, or we will make you look terrible. Now, for carnal, self-serving, corrupt individuals, that actually is very persuasive and powerful. History will not hold any of them accountable. Why is that? It's a lie, but why is it a lie? Well, there actually are a couple reasons. (laughs) Which fools have no use for. But one is this. It is that history will only continue for a very short time longer. Because of what is coming. Secondly, history doesn't hold anybody accountable. God does. This is an atheist message from an atheist girl at the point of the spear, the tip of the spear of an atheist movement, of an atheist group of organizations. But atheist is actually a front. Because if you dig deeper, if you dig down, you will find that Satan is in charge of it. Oh, I know. That's, you know, 
we can believe in boogeymen and walking dead zombies, werewolves, vampires, witches, warlocks, everything else. Aliens from outer space invading and what have you. But God and his adversary, Satan, well, that's another matter. 300 million Hindu gods, okay. We're okay with that, right? And Buddha, who left his wife and children, deserted them to become a holy man. (laughs) To lead a movement. Yeah, we can bow and scrape to that. And the unspeakably evil Muhammad, who was used by Satan, going by the name of Allah, crafted an ideological, socio-political, pseudo-religious sham to wage war against God, against Christ, against Christianity and Jewry. How long do you honestly believe that people in power like you will get away with it? Will they, those that are of the left, those that are the worst, the most wretched, the most wicked, the most tyrannical and despotic, they believe they will get away with it indefinitely. But they believe in the necessity to use gimmicks like so-called global climate change. Now, that's not to say that there are no cycles in climate. There are. There always have been. And when there have been devastating ones, it has been because of God's displeasure with the wicked people who do not worship him. But how long do you honestly believe that people in power like you will get away with it without being held accountable by us, by we young people who are going to write history? We're going to provide this tell-all according to us. You know, like Muhammad, the Quran, according to one corrupt, profane, unspeakably wicked excuse of a human being. You still have time to do the right thing. But that window of time is not going to last for long. Well, the reason, and there is a grain of truth there, you know. Yes, there's still time to do the right thing, but the... Evil will never do the right thing. But they will do what she wants. They will do her bidding. Because she represents one of the agendas, one of the narratives of the evil world planners. It's one that has fallen short time and time and time and time again. Whereas, of course, this pandemic, COVID-19, is not falling short. But what happens then? That window of time is not going to last for long. What happens then? It's true 
the window of time between now and the end of times as we know them, even though they are changing precipitously, horribly, daily, nightly. So it's not a static point in time as far as how things are. But these times will come to an end shortly in the near future. Why do I say that? Is that some prognostication on my part? No. It's according to the Bible. It's according to what God says will happen before. Before what? Before everything goes dark completely, before the planet gets cold, before the planet overheats, before the planet blows up, before... No. No. Before Satan and his henchmen and henchwomen take over the entire world. And global climate change is one of the ruses they have attempted to use in order to seize world power. Again, it has fallen far short heretofore. But then, again, her final remark there, which, again, I believe was actually her final line. So my advice for you is to choose wisely, meaning my advice for you is to capitulate to my demands. It's exactly that. Well, I mean, how... You know, uh, how hard an edge can it be coming from this 18-year-old girl from Sweden, right? This one who a new documentary film entitled I Am Greta is lionizing. How hard an edge. You know, it softens the message enough to make it poignant, right? This sweet young thing. My advice for you is to choose wisely. You know, it has a softer ring than coming from, oh, I don't know, Hillary Rodham Clinton wearing stormtrooper boots or something like that, you know, or Kamala Harris or what have you. From Dear Greta. Mm. Choose wisely. Capitulate now. Give in now. Give up now. Give way now. Resistance is futile. If you resist us, we will destroy you. Fascinating. I'll come back to her words in a minute or so. I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. And whatever is right and true and good in these programs is thanks to God Almighty and His Holy Son, Jesus Christ. Whatever is lacking, erring, deficient, unworthy, that is on me. That is due to me. 
That is my fault. Couple minutes more on this address. Oh, this is a terrible disgrace, you know, to provide tax breaks for fossil fuel industry, to get them back on their feet so they can provide energy and employment for devastated, ravaged swaths of the United States of America. What is a disgrace is how these industries were gutted by the federal and state governments. What is a disgrace is the evils being perpetrated by the United States federal government, the state governments, the municipal governments that have been committed, these evils that have been perpetrated now For decade upon decade upon decade upon decade going on another decade. Against the only innocent, perfectly innocent, perfectly harmless, helpless, sinless members of society. That is far beyond a disgrace. Far beyond a shame. Far beyond... Pitiful. It is unspeakable and inexcusable and damnable. And there is a price to pay for it. In addition to the bloodletting of the babies and the infants and the evils done against their mothers, there, of course, are little things which to me are minimal, frankly. The extreme adverse economic effects for this nation. The extreme. The only ones that have been enriched by this, that have profited from it, are the abortionists and the abortionist activists. The abortionist activist organizations that operate as charitable organizations courtesy of our profane, damnable governments. The disgraces go on unimaginably evilly. Deliberately, willfully, year after year, decade after decade, working to subvert, seduce, corrupt, and literally pervert the little children, and the young people of this nation. Again, there are economic effects to that, but that's minimal compared to the gravity of the evil that has been done and is being done. The sodomite activist agenda that has been pushed now for decades, that has culminated in state-sponsored, state-sanctioned radical castration of little boys, maiming of little girls, 
to turn little boys purportedly into little girls and little girls purportedly into little boys. It is unspeakably insane and unspeakably savage, unimaginably perversely evil, but it is courtesy of the U.S. Congress, the executive branch, the judiciary, and again, the legislative branch, not just the federal government, but the state governments, and using your and my tax dollars. History won't hold them accountable. God will. But you see, the beauty of it is governments can't be punished. They can be replaced. They can be upended. They can be destroyed. They can be set aside. They can be supplanted. But they can't be punished. People can. People are. God's punishment isn't to send somebody to jail for a little bit, to slap their wrist and say, there, there, try better next time. Give them a second chance, a 200th chance, a 2 millionth chance. No. Wing them, wound them. No. Spend a fortune to try them and then put them away under VIP custody that will bleed the taxpayers dry. I mean, it's just brilliant. No. God will hold them accountable. God will hold us accountable. And the terrible, terrible, terrible part of it is this, that when God holds nations, countries, peoples accountable, It's not just the evil ones that suffer. The good that have been suffering under the tyranny of the evil suffer more. Why is that? You know, can't God do it any better than that? It's just the way it is. It's the way it has been done. It's the way you can find that it has been down through the millennia of time, of human history. Not hundreds of billions of years. Not even hundreds of millions of years. Not even hundreds of thousands of years. No, but for thousands of years. And God's judgment on the United States of America, Canada, Australia, Britain, Europe has been a bloodletting that has been going on for years and decades. Again, not just the innocent babies and the innocent toddlers and the mothers that have been rapaciously exploited. Whether they happen to be teenage girls or young women, or women in their prime. But also unspeakable, violent crime committed against women other than by abortionists. That has gone on for so long. Heinous, terrible crime, bloodletting. 
that God has permitted as a judgment on these nations. Not the ultimate judgment, but a judgment. There have been so many elements, evil elements, in the overarching agenda, the legalization of, encouragement, condoning of, promotion of, vicious, hateful, anti-woman pornography. And the list just goes on and on and on. How long do you honestly believe that people in power like you will get away with it? Well, guess what? No matter whether they say, God bless you and God bless America and all this other jazz, which to them, frankly, it's not only nothing, it's like spitting in the wind, but for them to utter such things, it is blasphemy. Because they despise God. They spit on God. And they use these adages to con the fools. Among we great unwashing masses. They believe they will get away with it forever. Just like every stupid murderer always believes they're going to get away with it. They believe they will get away with it indefinitely without being held accountable. And they're always shocked if they get tripped up in some way, shape, or form. You still have time to do the right thing. (laughs) Precious. Yes, there still is time, limited time. But the amount of right that has to be done to right the wrongs, there's nothing that can be done to right the wrongs. All that can be do that you or I can do, all that can be, that can be done is simply to stem the tide of the evil, not to undo it, not to roll it back, not to right the wrongs. There's no such thing as righting a wrong. You can stop it. You can put an end to it, but you cannot right it. The evils that have been done have been done. The only way that it is possible to undo such evils is literally to go back in time. And I don't know about you, but I have not been so blessed as to be permitted to go back in time. Hollywood has movies about it, you know, regularly. But (laughs) again, I haven't experienced that. Maybe you have. Doing the right thing. What would the right thing be? Whether it's United States of America, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, Britain, 
anywhere in Europe, Israel, what would it be? It would be to completely reverse all of the evil laws that have been instituted. All of the criminally wicked deeds and laws that have been graven in stone. To eliminate the evil organizations. To root out the evil operators. But guess what? The evil ones in power are part of that. They are (laughs) completely, utterly, totally wedded to that. They are not going to do that. Whether it happens to be the foxes or the wolves or the wolverines or the badgers guarding the hen house, they are not going to look after the hens. The window of time is closing. The window of time is not going to last for long. No, it's not. Not even for you youths. It's not. It's not. What happens then? Well, what happens then, interestingly enough, is that she will get promoted. She will get promoted for her honorable mention service to the establishment of the one world regime. Sweet young thing that she is. My advice for you is to choose wisely. Is it really? Is it to honor God, obey God? Is it really? Submit to God? No. It's to obey me. Serve me. It's just wonderful stuff. Really. You know? Well, lest I not get to these, (laughs) I'm just going to share a few more words, not from the likes of that, but from a different source altogether. And that is from none other than the Bible. And this is from the book of Jeremiah, the prophet priest, in what is listed as being, referenced as being, chapter 4. If thou wilt return, O Israel, saith the Lord, return unto me. And if thou wilt put away thine abominations out of my sight, then shalt thou not remove. And thou shalt swear the Lord liveth in truth, in judgment, and in righteousness. Dot, dot, dot. And in him shall we glory. Shall they glory. The nations shall. Thus saith the Lord, Dot, 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 lest my fury come forth like fire and burn that none can quench it because of the evil of your doings.
for I will bring evil from the north and a great destruction. Why would God do such things? To his own people, the apple of his eye. The fierce anger of the Lord is not turned back from us. And it shall come to pass at that day, saith the Lord, that the heart of the king shall perish, and the heart of the princes and the priests shall be astonished, and the prophets shall wonder. In other words, the presidents, vice presidents, senators, congressmen, governors, cabinet members, ministers, prime ministers, king and queen, yes, the crown prince is... uh, Deceased, but he certainly worked (laughs) to bring about a one world regime. O Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness that thou mayest be saved. Thy way and thy doings have procured these things unto thee. Because she hath been rebellious against me, saith the Lord. Destruction upon destruction is cried. For the whole land is spoiled. For my people is foolish. They have not known me. They are sottish children. And they have none understanding. They are wise to do evil. But to do good, they have no knowledge. The presence of the Lord, his fierce anger, and the inhabitants in the person of a woman here in the last verse of this passage, She bewaileth herself, spreadeth her hands, saying, Woe is me now, for my soul is wearied because of murderers. Murderers that have been empowered, enabled, rewarded by evil governments. Evil governments like that in Canada waging war against not the worst, but the best. Not some vicious, wicked, evil cults, not Islam, but against strong, fundamental Christian churches that are behaving exceedingly prudently Honestly, forthrightly, honorably, and safely. But that are wreaking the wrath of the government regime of Canada, including the august Royal Canadian Mounted Police, who are their lackeys. 
What a pity. How many honorable men and, regrettably, women are in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and are serving at the pleasure of evil rulers? Not a few, I'm sure. Grace Life Church in Edmonton, Alberta, and their pastor, James Coates, feeling the heat of the displeasure of a regime for which, interestingly enough, resistance, peaceful resistance, is tantamount to sedition. (laughs) It's fascinating. This wonderful regime, I mean, some years ago now, I can't remember how many, there was an absolute unbelievable satanic monster that murdered a man on a bus. He was not, we're not talking about a city bus, a bus like in the United States of America, like a Greyhound bus, murdered him, and began cannibalizing him on the bus. He wound up being arrested, tried, sent to a psychiatric facility, and within six months was being taken on guided tours (laughs) outside of the facility in the town. But Canada's really a light in the darkness, aren't they? Popularly accepted lies, endlessly repeated lies, courtesy of federal governments, state governments, provincial governments, municipal governments, endlessly repeated lies, indoctrination via propaganda. These things are used to bring about the downfall of nations. They've been used to great effect in Russia, in Germany, throughout Europe, in China, and around the world. Yes. But you see, those of the World planners, they will put forth whatever message benefits their narrative at a given point in time, such as, again, Prince Philip's World Wildlife Fund's message, time's running out for our precious planet, (laughs) for the dirt of the earth, not for the people, (laughs) But the truth is, yes, time is running out. But not the way that they express it. Not the way that they make it out to be. It's running out because time 
was instituted by God. The boundaries of time were instituted by God. And because of all the evil that is being accomplished, which he foresaw and which is going to be brought to an end. This last unspeakably evil regime, the only one to ever take the entire earth under enslavement. It will be one of the briefest regimes. Again, like I said, less than 10 years. Better red than dead. Well, it happens to lead to death by reds. But I'm Brad Thomas, and this is After All is Said and Done. After all is said and done, then we will know, won't we? But perhaps we can know now if we choose to. Thank you.